What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. You're truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is In Vogue. This is India Ari. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. Cafe Mocha, this year we're giving away a Disney cruise. And to get you warmed up, we're checking in with the people on the Disney Ocean Dream. Plus... Ever wonder how to get your kid into showbiz? Malcolm Jamal Warner's mom is here with a new book. Lonnie Love, yo, yo, I'm Angelique. There's been so much, Lonnie. I know you have opinions on this. So much floating around about the color purple. Taraji's thought, side eyes supposedly happening on the red carpet and whatnot. The latest thing I heard was that Danielle Brooks said that there weren't trailers or food on the set, which sounds, you know, you know what, crazy Angelique, to me. This press tour for The Color Purple has been terrible. It's been messy. It's been terrible. Um, and I, and then I, when you think about it, people have to remember there was an actor strike that happened, and people had not been working for at least a year to maybe a year and a half. So this is the first major press tour for a major movie and things have been revealed, um, you know, for those that maybe don't know, Taraji uh, had said some things about her pay and how she is not being paid like her white counterparts that are of her same pedigree. And so um, she's been expressing this and there's been a lot of conversation about it. And so then there was another conversation, like you just said, because they're doing all these panels and they're doing this press tour and things are coming out at these panels. And like you said, Danielle Brooks said that, well, you know, um, it wasn't until Taraji went to Oprah and said, hey, we don't have dressing rooms on the set and we don't have food on the set. And Taraji went and told Oprah and Oprah fixed it. So a lot of people are now questioning you know, certain things that's happening. And they're trying to blame Oprah. They're trying to blame the production. First of all, when you do a movie like this, there is a production. Oprah is just a producer. You have a studio. That studio has a budget. That budget, they have certain things. Now, when you're on a set, depending on, they were, uh, I believe, shooting in Atlanta. You have like what we call base camp, which is where your main uh dressing rooms are and the it sounds like those dressing rooms were far away from where the set is and because it was in a field you know the the set could have been a, a drive away so they probably didn't have dressing rooms there and they probably had food where they're actual main dressing rooms were that's what so, it sounds like so they had food they had trailers but they just weren't close they weren't close to the set right and so what happens is you know when you're doing these these shoots sometimes you, you know you want a snack and it's like you, there's no food on set so that sounds like that might have been the case and of course oprah fixed it this press tour is becoming a mess angelique and you know it's just it should not have happened it should not have happened i want to say two things one Oh God! Fantasia has looked fierce, top to bottom for yes. the whole press tour. Yeah, she's looked amazing. So whoever is doing her face, her clothes, yay, yay to you! But the other part that's more serious is that 
I just wonder why we got to tear our stuff down. You know what I'm saying? First of all, we don't get enough movies as it is. And now here we have something. They put a bunch of money into it. If you've seen it, you know they put a bunch of money into it. It's shot beautifully. Um, it's it's well written. It's well performed. There's lots of dancing, lots of singing. And we want to tear it down. Well, and, you know, if people want to compare and say, well, you know, this doesn't happen on white sets, honey. You I'm don't sure know. it does. You I'm don't sure know. it does. They just don't, they just don't publicly see the purpose of the, the purpose of the press tour is to talk about the movie. Now I agree what Taraji is saying. She is, is right in saying it because it, there is a problem with the equality of the, the, uh, the equities of black actresses. She's been saying it. Monique's been saying it. Viola's been saying it. Octavia has been saying it. Only person that said they ain't got a problem is Vivica A. Fox. <laughs> they TMZ caught Vivica, and, and they was you know the lady was so. How do you feel about your audience? She's you know, <laughs> Vivica is so Vivica. But she got that new commercial now for what is it? Uh, the uh, car shield. The car but shield. She, she was She's like, straight. no. She said, I'm glad that my sisters are working together, but for me, I'm good. And you know, people got mad at that. And I'm like, and then they want to try to say, oh, well, you know, she don't have the career to Taraji. I'm like, do y'all realize Vivica is legendary? But we have to get back to the point of being able to allow people to tell their truths and someone else not necessarily, you know, saying that, yeah, that's my case. No, she said, I'm glad that they're fighting. I'm glad that they're doing it. I, I wish them well. So all I have to say is to button this up, Please go see Color Purple. Yeah. Seriously, go see Color Purple. It's a musical. It's wonderful. The the actresses need our support, especially during this award season. This is Cafe Mocha. Cafe Mocha, Lonnie Love, Yo Yo, and I'm Angelique. We know this woman because of her very talented son, Malcolm Jamal Warner. And she is Malcolm Jamal Warner's mom and the momager who took him from child to child star. Uh, Pamela Warner, she is author of A Parent's Guide to Managing Showbiz Kids. Welcome to Cafe Mocha. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. But I need you to read that chapter on momagers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What does it say? Not, I, it says you are not a momager. You're a professional. You're a professional entertainment executive. That's right. <laughs> I love captain. it. I love <laughs> that. I, 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 I cannot tell you how much I hate that word. I do not, <laughs> I, well, that your words. I do not like that term because I think it takes away from what's really important here. And if you call a mother a momager, there are many fathers that do this work. So what would you call a father? A dadager? You see how silly that is? <laughs> yeah, so silly, we don't. We know? don't. When we look at Britney Spears or Jessica Simpson, mm -hmm. whose dads managed mm -hmm. them from childhood to adulthood. Yeah, what do you call them? You call the, them their managers. Their managers. You don't call them a momager. Yeah, right. somebody no, no. thought they were cute. Mom, no, I, 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 well, I don't. I don't think it's cute. I think it's, 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 it's I don't like it. <laughs> well, Ms. Warner, you have been for 40 Pardon? years an exceptional talent manager, and you are Thank the you. mother of the award-winning actor, uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner, 
Um, and you're giving us a treasure trove of insights. What made you want to write this type of book? I to write this book for a long time, only because I, I was in my own way. Um, and I, the, the genesis of it is because when I got into the business, I knew absolutely nothing. When I tell you nothing, I knew nothing. I, know how to, I knew how to get him to audition. I did not know anything about the business at this level, and we came in at a superstar level. We came in uh, with Bill Cosby, and it was, it, was a, it, it, was, it was big. It was huge, and I had no idea, and no one would tell me anything. And in particular, there were some uh, black mothers who had black sons who were on shows. And I, I know one in particular, I tried to, you know, bond and get information, some kind of guidance. Of how, how do you do this? Uh-huh. And she, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Wow. And so <laughs> for, for many, many years until I matured and grew up, I really kind of felt a little resentful about that. Why couldn't she share with me, you know, the information? And then I realized after I matured and grew up that she probably didn't even know herself. She Mm. probably didn't even know herself what to tell me. And her saying, I don't know, was not a a slight. It was probably a very honest answer. She probably just did not know. And so I don't, any other parent who wants to get into this business to have be floundering the way I did and just not know because you make decisions out of fear not out of knowledge and information. And this book um, gives a very basic, it's not the seminal publication to parent, uh, to manage children in show business, but it is from my experience and it is very basic. It is very, it gives you the basics, the basics. And I think it's a good roadmap to start because each child is an individual and each situation is an individual and you have to build, this is something you can build your your professional career on and that's and I wanted to give it to parents I wouldn't want anyone to feel the way I felt I just felt awful I was making decisions in the dark but I was making decisions based on what I thought was best for my child we're talking to Pamela Warner her book is called a parent's guide to managing showbiz kids it's out February 5th now this is a comprehensive handbook and it's designed to guide the parents um, you have some wonderful, interesting chapters like the reluctant parent manager, the agent, the business manager, and you are not a momager. <laughs> it's a whole chapter. It's a whole chapter. She said, read that whole chapter. You know, but from your personal Look, experience. It's so, short, it's, so short, it's so short. You can read it in a blink of an eye. They're very short chapters. I didn't want to weigh people down for having to read a whole big, you know, tome of, of material. You know, very straight, quick, and to the point. <laughs> well, how do you know if your child is is ready for this type of thing? Oh, you don't know. But the one, the one thing, the, the first step, is making sure that this is not your unmet need, making mm. very sure and very clear that this is totally for the child. Because if this is a situation where, oh, I wanted to do this when I was a kid and my parents would like, I'm going to make sure my kid is a quote unquote star. I'm going to, then you're doomed from the very beginning. Because if the child does not have the, the enthusiasm, if the child does not have the desire, it's not going to work. So you try different things like I did. You know, I, I, I didn't, show business was the last thing on my list. 
But I uh, just believe that children need to learn how to prioritize their time, not when they're 25 years old, not when they're 18, but, but at, when they're young, when they're young. And, it's, and, it's, and so I, I tried different things so that my son had other things to do besides go to school and come home and go outside and play. And so I said, well, I'm going to try these different things. And I tried, um, I tried different sports, and he just was not interested. A friend suggested going to, you know, checking out, check, checking out the playhouse in, in Inglewood Park. And I did it, and that stuck. And it stuck. And um, that's how I knew that this is something he wanted to do, because I would make it very difficult for him to go. I kept piling on chores. <laughs> he really mm-hmm. wanted to do it. And he, he, he rolled to the occasion with flying colors every time because his focus was getting to that playhouse and get, being on that stage. So as you, you know, parents, you know your child, so you try different things. You try community theater, put them in different classes, talk to them. I mean, there's different, you know, you, you find different ways to find out if this is really what they want, if what they want, whether, they're, they're t- whether they have the talent or not, because the, the talent can be developed. But if they have this, this there are, how many talentless people uh, do we watch on TV and the movies all the time? Come on now, come you on. Know? <laughs> so, so, but if but but they have a desire. What they have is a burning desire, and that's what makes them sellable, and that's what makes people go to see them. It doesn't mean that they have a lot of talent. So it's a, it's about the desire of the child and directing the directing that desire in a positive, productive way. It doesn't have to be show business. It could be anything. But if the, if the child stresses a desire to do something, anything positive in this crazy, crazy world, I believe the parents should really follow up on that and do whatever they can to, 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 to put that energy in a positive way. My, my thing is just show business, dance, music, you know, what, what have you. But it could be sports. It could be anything. I want to ask you about um, social media because a lot of people are are now putting their kids in these TikTok videos and social media. What is your view on on that? On children being a part of that? I'm I'm almost ashamed to say I don't have a view on it. Um, I don't watch. I don't see a lot of that. TikTok and social media is new. It's new for me. It's not new for younger other people. But if I really okay. can't say if it, is it the good thing or if it's the bad thing. If it works and an agent sees your kid and wants to find him, then I guess it's a good thing. You have a very well-rounded son, I believe. Um, every time I've, I've met um, Malcolm, he has always been kind. He's he's very um, uh, aware of what's happening and what's going on. How did you play your part as a mother because we know that, you know, a lot of show biz kids, they don't come out unscathed, but yeah. Malcolm really did. So how would you say, what was one of the keys or some of the keys to that, to him being this fabulous man that we see today? <laughs> well, you know, people, adults and children make choices, mm-hmm. make choices. You had to go left and you go right. And he just made good choices. Um, while he was a minor under my care, um, I always allowed him to make um, certain decisions. I always allowed him to, my, my philosophy was, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. You can do what, what 
I would like for you to do, or you could do what you want to do. But either way, you've got to be responsible for those decisions. Either way, there's, 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 a, there's a payoff either way. Some, some payoffs are good and some are not. So I think it's, it's, it goes down to what the child wants for themselves. It, it, I think it goes down to um, how they see themselves in, in their family structure and what they want. Um, I don't think there's any, this, this, I don't think there is a, a formula. I had a very good relationship with my son. We were very close and maybe that helped. I also had boundaries. I definitely had boundaries and I was always parent. You can't not be the parent. You can't be the best friend. As they get older, as they mature, you can have that, that, that kind of relationship. But when, there's, when they're you know, young kids, you, you can be friend, friendly and loving with them, but when it comes to certain things, you have to be the parent, and you have to be you know, the buck stops with you. And I think, um, I think that had a lot to do with it. You know, his father had a, 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 good, a great influence on him. Um, so it's really, his father was, by the way, was a revolutionary. So he, oh, he okay. a whole another a whole aspect of, of, of living and life and what that was all about. So I think Malcolm chose how he, who he wanted to be and how he wanted to live his life. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Pamela Warren, mother of Malcolm Jamal Warner, a parent's guide to managing showbiz kids. It's set for release February the 5th. Um, a much needed guide. Uh, we have so many talented uh, children, especially in our community. And like you yes. said, we don't have uncles and, and aunties that, you right. know, not many of us that's in this community. So this is something that if you know your child, is is talented and may be interested i think you need to pick it up and you know what i was really impressed by is that your son malcolm jamal warner he endorsed this book how does that feel to get an endorsement by your client <laughs> <laughs> yeah he um yeah he wrote the forward because i thought that he was the best person to write the forward and um uh, he did, and I was—I I liked what he wrote. You know, I thought he's, he's an excellent writer, and he was on this journey with me. So he—he he was the best person to write that forward. What would you say is a couple of the challenges when you decide to have a child in this industry? I don't think I understand your. Can you say it again? Like, what are some of the challenges uh, that you've had to face uh, having a child working in this industry? Um, some of it, a good deal of it is because parents who have gone before, there's a, there's a, there's a, a stereotype of a parent managing their child. And I think that's probably the largest challenge to overcome that to present yourself as an as a as a professional person and not a um, not a, a histronic parent who is not reasonable or um, uh, who feels that their parent that their child is the, is is the next great big star and you should treat that child that way. Um, I think it's gaining respect from the people that uh, that push the levers. The, uh, the agents um, um, and other managers, the producers, um, I think dispelling that 
um, preconceived idea would probably be the largest challenge, I would say, um, on one level. The other level is, do you have the time to do it? Mm-hmm. That's a huge challenge. Do you have the time? Um, do you have a reliable, a reliable vehicle? But that's a little different now that we have Uber and Lyft. But do you have people, if you cannot be there and you're holding down a, a, a nine-to-five job, do you have a, you have a, a strong and, and secure and reliable person who will stand in and take your kid to the audition? or be on the set with your kid because you cannot take any more time off from your job. I think those are, are, are basic challenges. I'm sure once you get into a production, they offer a whole nother set of challenges, depending on who who the director or producers are. So I think it's, in, it's individual, but basically it's being able to show up on time and, and be there. Are you able to really be there with your child? And if not, is there, someone that you can rely on who will be there with your child, either going to auditions or on a set. I think those, that would be the largest challenge. Cafe Mocha, Lonnie Love, and Angelique, we're talking to Pamela Warner about her new book. We're at Cafe Mocha Radio. It's Cafe Mocha. We're talking to Malcolm Jamal Warner's mom, Pamela Warner. Her book is called A Parent's Guide to Managing Showbiz Kids. Comes out February 5th. There have been a lot of famous moms who are also managers. Uh, Usher's mom has managed him and still does. Um, Ashanti's mom. I'm like, I'm talking about all the successful and that's the key. Like they've always been successful. Do you guys ever get together? Do you ever see them? Do you ever like swap ideas? (laughs) I've I've never met these ladies. I've never met them. There's no, I mean, there would be no reason why I would meet them. You know, they're um, it's not uh, all mothers who manage don't have a club or a clubhouse. Right. You know, it's not like that. You know, they have their lives and I have mine. I would love to meet them. It would be wonderful to 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 have these kind of conversations with them, but that's not what's going on. I, I don't. I know who they are, but I don't. Right. Um, I don't. I would uh, love I that. I mean, I just think it's fascinating. You know, to to help your child. Um, to fulfill their dreams. And I think this is a wonderful guide. This is the first of its kind that I've heard of, of actually a parent's guide to managing showbiz kids. This is like, this is why we wanted to have you on because I, I think that there's so much talent, but people just don't know how to do this. So I they really don't know. Think- they don't know what to do. They don't mm-hmm. know what to do. They don't know where to start. They have no clue. And that's where I was, you know, X number of years ago. I did not have a clue. I didn't have a clue. <laughs> for, all, for all those moms, all those parents listening in Atlanta and New York and LA who are trying to get their kids in the business and are in ripe communities to do so, what are, let's say, the top three tips to get started? Um, one, one, buy her book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Number one, number one, buy the book. I- Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. 
to syndicated broadcast personalities Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. I would say be real clear on your intentions. Be very, very clear that this has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with your child. Understand that basically that this is a job. It's a job like, well, it's a, it's a job. It's the whole stardom, the whole showbiz thing is for people outside looking in. This is a lot of hard work, a lot of hard work. And if you think it's in the red carpet, that's for other people. This is, it, it's about the work and it's about the health of the child, the mental health of the child, the emotional health of the child. It's not about the limousines. It's not about the red carpet. It's not about the pap paparazzi. It's not about any of that. It's about making sure that your child is healthy and thriving and just happens to have a job early on. And if you look at it in that context, you won't get way by all the bright lights and all that stuff. So that is so unimportant. What's important is that your child is doing something that their heart, their absolute little heart desires. Second, like I said, just make sure that the people around your child are safe people. Make sure, and you never, and I have a chapter on this, never leave your child alone with, and if you, because some of the parents do not want to manage, but they will put a team together. Make sure that your child is never alone with any of these people under any circumstances. Mm. They don't have to have private conversations with your child. They can talk to you, and then you relate to your child the information, or you are on a Zoom. Thank God you could be on a Zoom call. You know, it's about protecting the child at all costs and at every level. And, and can you talk about the, the uh, Pamela Warren about protecting the money? Like, I think some parents may think that they they're gonna take their kids' money. <laughs> Well, and some do. Some yeah. do. I mean, I mean, some do. They have, and they still do. Um, that's a moral, because you know that that's not your money. But right. you, but you, what you also need to understand is that the IRS knows that it's not your money, <laughs> and you better pay those taxes because they will come after you, after your child, just like they'll come after you if you do not pay those taxes. That money must be taken care of. And I, I have a whole chapter about that in the book. Okay. Also, I have another chapter in there called The Green Blues. 
And the green blues is when your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your sister, they have the handout because they think once you are on front of that camera, for some reason, people think that you are automatically wealthy, that you're automatically, you know, you have a lot of money and I need to buy a car or I need to pay my rent or I need, I need, I need. And they will come begging for that money and will be very angry with you if you say no. Because mm. you cannot give you cannot give that money to your mama or your daddy or anybody else. That's your child's hard earned money. The only person that deserves that money is your child and your percentage as a manager. If you choose to manage, because everyone is not going to want to do this, they will put a team together to manage. So that's uh, you've got to take care of the money. I put in I have it in there about what a business manager does. Um, I have in there this whole thing about the green blues. And um, it, it, it comes down to a moral issue. Who are you ethically? <laughs> you know, who are yeah. you? Right. It, comes, it comes down to that. It comes down to that. Right. <laughs> this is great. I mean, thank you so much. The name of the book was called A Parent's Guide to Managing Showbiz Kids uh, by Pamela Warner. Uh, how can we, I know that it'll be on sale, but do you have a, a website or anything that our, our listeners can go to? It's called uh, showbizconsulting411.com. All right. Thank you so much, Pamela. This great. is so great. Thank you. Thank I'm going to pick you. up the book. Are... I, I ain't got no kids, <laughs> but I'm going to pick it up because I, I can help, that can help self-manage myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, honey, there you go. Please do and tell all your friends and thank you so much. And you ladies were on my main, this is my first podcast, my first interview of my book. I'm very happy and very excited. And thank you so much for being a part of my first. Well, you good luck with it. I know it's going to be a success. We'll see you on the New York Times. Okay, there you go. From your look to God's ears. Take care, Pamela. Take care, everybody. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. The conversation continues on the podcast. All you have to do is go to wherever you listen to podcasts and type in Cafe Mocha Radio. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is The Espresso. It's a great week for HBCUs and the United Negro College Fund. The United Negro College Fund has received a $100 million grant to help increase endowments for historically black colleges and universities. The donation from Lilly Endowment, Inc. is the single largest unrestricted private grant the organization has ever received in its 80-year history. Barack and Michelle Obama are worried about the 2024 election. I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter. Who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit, it affects us in ways that sometimes I think people take for granted. And the biblical comedy, The Book of Clarence, is in theaters now. The star, Lakeith Stanfield, was a little worried about the movie. I started out just like so many questions, not knowing if I was stepping into something that could be controversial, not knowing if it was necessarily the the right move. But by the end of it, I knew, yeah, my faith was completely strengthened. That's the espresso. This year, Cafe Mocha has given away a Disney cruise. That's right. Late last year, we got a chance to cruise on Disney's Ocean Dream. I've got Serena, Disney World Ambassador. Tell me, because parents hear the word Disney and they automatically think it's for children. But Disney's cruises are for the whole family. What can families expect? 
So when you get on a Disney cruise, you are truly on the best vacation you could possibly take the entire family on. There is something for everyone to really go off in their own direction, find their own adventure, but you can always come together and create long-lasting memories together as a family. Whether it's going to a pirate party on board with fireworks at sea, uh, experiencing a Broadway-style show, and even one of my favorite things to do is to go to the Buena Vista Theater and see one of our films. And normally we're playing one of our most recent films that has premiered in theaters. So right now it's Wish. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's a great movie. Um, or even the Marvels is going to be playing today, I believe. So there's truly so many things you can experience. Rain, I remember one year I was on some other cruise line, please forgive me. We were all docked and I look over and the Disney cruise had this big water slide. It looked like an amusement park over there. Tell me about that. So on board the Disney Dream, we have a water slide called the Aqueduct. Have you all gotten to ride it yet at all? I'm sure you've seen it walking around. Yes, we so have. the aqueduct goes around the length of the whole ship, and there's even a portion of that water slide ride where you go out past the ship where you're completely over water. It is insane. Am I too old? Can anyone ride? Definitely good for all ages. I believe there is a height requirement. Um, but other than that, you can be a single rider in one of the tubes. You can ride um, as double riders, so parent and child, or two adults. Hey, my boyfriend and I rode it yesterday. We're kids at heart. Um, but for the adults that want to get away and just experience a more serene and calm, relaxing time, we do have adult-only areas where there's a pool. Um, I think we have what it's called Satellite Falls over at the very front of the ship where you can kind of just dip your feet and relax and just get away for some relaxation. Talking to Serena, Disney World Ambassador from the Disney Ocean Dream. And yes, we are giving away a cruise this year. You know, food is always on my mind. So what kind of food options are on the Disney Ocean Dream like besides the buffet? The great thing about Disney Cruises is all of our dining really is an experience within itself. We have many themed dining restaurants, um, whether it's formal, casual, but we also provide 24-hour room service as well. So there's something for everyone to experience and it all taste levels too. Um, so there's always something open if you're needing a snack or getting hungry. We also have some dessert locations uh, like Frozen's treats and vanilla piece sweets. So always, you will never be hungry on a Disney cruise, I promise you. <laughs> that sounds great. I've got Serena, Disney World Ambassador. Now me, I love the islands. What are some of the uh, ports that you guys go into? Yeah, so the destinations on a Disney cruise are incredible. Whether you're going to um, the Virgin Islands and the Bahamas, oh, today we're at Grand Cayman. Um, my personal favorite, though, that's very unique to a Disney cruise is going to Castaway Key. That is our Disney private island. It is incredible. You all are going to love Castaway Key Day. Another experience where for families and for children, there's so many water activities. You can book excursions, but again, for the more calm experiences, we do have Serenity Bay. That is an adult-only portion of the island where it's quiet, you can just wait in the water, lounge. Sounds warm and cozy, especially this time of year. And finally, what's your favorite thing about the Disney cruises? Yeah, so my favorite thing about Disney Cruise is that I'm always expecting world-class service. Whether you're going to our parks and resorts and working with our cast members or you're aboard Disney Cruise Line with our crew members, 
they're always willing to help. So if you need a more tailored experience, if anyone in your group has special dietary needs or just really any kind of specific needs in general, our crew is always willing to help and make your family trip the absolute best and most magical it can be. So it's hard to pick a favorite thing, but if I can just leave that tidbit of information, if you need anything, our teams are willing to help you. They can make it happen. Cafe Mocha, late last year we were on the Disney Ocean Dream on a cruise. Yes, we're giving away a cruise this year. I've got Ellen with me. I realize we're in the middle of winter, but now is actually the time we should start planning for the summer cruises. What can we expect from summer cruises? I think that when you sail with Disney in the summer, there's a lot of great things regardless of the ages of your kids. Um, One thing in particular, as kids get older, you're trying to find new places, new destinations to share with them. And that's one thing where our Alaskan and European cruises are really fantastic. We see a lot of our families, they'll take their first Disney cruise to the Bahamas or to the Caribbean. um, And then they come back and sail with us again and take those longer bucket list destinations. So it's just another way to... Um, I think it's important to be able to share the world with your kids and to really, you know, take them into vacation opportunities where there's opportunity to explore and to see new cultures and to see um, the history as well. So it's really something that I think is a unique offering that we have, um, and it's just really important. Okay. And where are some of the cool places that you guys go to besides the islands? So Disney Cruise Line offers cruises to Alaska, to Europe. We have week-long sailings to the Caribbean as well. What should families do if they're ready to plan their summer cruise? For families who want to sail this summer with Disney Cruise Line, visit DisneyCruise.com or contact your local travel advisor. Thanks, Ellen. By the way, this year, Cafe Mocha is giving away a Disney cruise. That's right. More details coming up later this year. If you missed any part of the show or you want more, just go to wherever you listen to podcasts and type in Cafe Mocha Radio. Until next time, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Super Radio. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience. 
service social media promos and pushes. MPN brand advertising. Targeted electronic newsletter. Experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.